This is Frank Goss with Vintage Broadcasting. Thank you for joining us as we consider the history and the situation of public education in the United States of America today. Our series is entitled, John Dewey's Dumbing Down of the American Mind. Once upon a time, in an era long forgotten, Americans placed their loyalty and trust in a childlike manner in the leaders of this nation. We sincerely believe they had the well-being of the nation as their guiding light. They were principled men of strong character and noble aspirations. Truly, these were men we could count on and trust. But as we begin to grow up, we begin to have questions. And rather than have questions answered, we were ignored, pushed aside, and told lies. We begin to look, we begin to dig, we begin to see that we were deceived. Facts were being obfuscated. Plausible deniability became a feature in legal matters. Entire scams were developed and acted out. Billions upon billions of American dollars were spent to promote the lies, and millions upon millions of people literally died. Lobbyists doled out millions of dollars to unscrupulous politicians, prying them from the will of the people to the interest of their corporations. Groups began to grow in power and influence, and they have impacted the direction this nation has taken. Political action committees were formed to promote the voice of pervasive and perverse groups seeking acceptance and political recognition. The LBGTQ movement grew, and the Supreme Court has told America that the Constitution actually does give homosexuals the rights and privileges of marriage. Point to Chief Justice John Roberts for this. He imagines himself to be smarter, wiser, and more discerning and equitable than God himself. After having read and studied the times of my grandfather, born in 1898, my parents, born in the early 30s, and I have lived through the 60s, grown up in the 70s, and worked through the ensuing years only to be forced into a government-mandated lockdown, laid off from work, and faced incredible inflation and an administration bent on transitioning America out of a constitutional republic and into a Marxist-inspired collective run by incredibly wealthy oligarchs from throughout the world. It is time that we stand up and make proper demands and confront the lies and the constant corruption that floats like the morning pollution over Los Angeles. It is time to speak up. We may literally get shot down in the process, but at least we will go down fighting. Show some courage. My friends, of which I have few, have been force-fed a constant diet of lies from our government, meaning locally, statewide, and nationally. The most apparent and obvious lies. Who knows what lurks beneath the surface? I do know that the deeper we go, the darker the water gets, and the colder it becomes. And the pressure begins to crush us as we get into the deeper regions, should we go too deep. Here's a sampling of some stubborn lies that we've been told and false commitments given on behalf of the American people. And we find these things to be manifestly perverse, unabashedly false, deceptive, and exceedingly wicked. And to our shame as a people and as a nation, the White House and Congress, along with the media, have the temerity to ask why the American people have lost all respect for our leaders and those within the news broadcast profession. What is most troubling is that no one has the ability to blush about these embarrassments. 
to all transgender Americans watching at home, especially the young people. You're so brave. I want you to know your president has your back. President Joe Biden, April 10th, 2022. The world will note that the first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, a military base. That was a lie. It was dropped in civilian territory. It was told by Harry Truman in a radio broadcast in August of 1945. Men can have babies. This is what we're being told in our society today. I'm not a biologist, is what our new Supreme Court justice said when asked if she could define a woman. Marijuana is recreational and brings in tax dollars. It is being proven more and more that people suffer greatly from anxiety and delusions who continually use marijuana. But this is old news. There was an insurrection on January 6, 2020. Lots of people died. Actually, one person died, and she was shot by a Capitol policeman, and she was not doing anything worthy of being shot. We're in a time of global conflict. This is wartime. Wartime requires sacrifice. Joe Biden is constantly preaching the Putin war and the Putin inflation. He goes on to say that the Putin inflation is killing us. So, Vladimir Putin now controls the American economy. This is a lie. Abortion is a constitutional right for all women. Where in the Constitution does it tell us this? That we have the right to kill our babies. Forget the people. It's the guns that kill. The cry of the Democrats as they seek to take away your weapons. If you have a successful business, you did not do that. We did. Barack Obama told his constituents in a campaign speech. You can keep your health plan. Barack Obama preached this when he was trying to get across the idea of the Obama medical plan, affordable insurance. COVID-19 is going to destroy millions upon millions. Anthony Fauci preached this, and America listened. And we were locked down for two years. The mask is for your protection. It's been proven time and time again that the mask has no medical value at all against the COVID-19. The vaccine, once taken, will ensure that you will be immunized. This was what Dr. Anthony Fauci told the American public. I've been diagnosed with COVID-19, said Anthony Fauci in June of 2022 after having been vaccinated and having taken booster shots if he did this inflation is transitional we were told there's very little likelihood that we're in a recession she said the 1619 project is solid reputable fact that we need to teach to our children so that they can have a balanced view of history the 1619 project has been examined by scholars nationwide and rejected as a pack of lies and misrepresentations. Yet, it is being put into the curricula of over 3,500 schools nationwide. This is a relatively calm and peaceful protest, said one news reporter from MSNBC, as in the background the city was burning. America is systematically racist. These are lies that we hear constantly. These are lies told by those who are seeking to control the narrative. 
instead of asking ourselves, what can I do for my country and my family and my community and my neighbor, we're being told to ask what is unfair, who owes me a living, who has offended me today, and what can my country do for me? I would say the whole national attitude has changed. We've moved from a character of integrity and ability and responsibility to one of whining, defeatism, fear, and failure. And we're being led, like sheep, to the slaughter. And the biggest problem we face is the silence of the lambs. The onslaught of lies is nothing new, as the pandemic and the ensuing lockdown has allowed us to re-examine history. We see that this is true. It's not new. For two long years, we played on Google, read dusty old books, considered history, and began to ask questions once more. I would not say that we are shocked as much as we are disgusted. We're fed up with the Cole Hahn crowd of educated idiots. They have PhDs telling us that extramarital affairs are actually beneficial to a marriage, and that men, by cutting away their penis, can become a woman, and that a woman cutting away their breast and altering their vagina can become men. We've supported and encouraged perverted deviants such as Alfred Kinsey and John Money and those that follow in their footsteps. We pour out accolades and praise upon them for corrupting the morals and turning us from what is good and decent while they tear down the statues of our proven noblemen, calling Andrew Jackson a tyrant, and they smear human feces on the statues of Abraham Lincoln. The progressives call this progress. We call this perverse, pitiful, and disgraceful. You can call us conservatives, religious bigots, extremists, and self-righteous, if you will. But we call ourselves Americans in support of what is decent, just, and right. And this goes across party lines. We believe our forefathers had more than a good idea that has run its course. We are originalists. We believe that all have sinned, are in need of redemption, and have no shame in declaring that Jesus Christ is Lord and that Marxist progressive ideas, Saul Alinsky, Antonio Gramsci, and their crowd is wrong and wicked. It is a fact that God will bless America if we honor him, not in our own personal spiritual way, but in accordance with the word he has provided, the Bible. We don't hate. Haters hate and will hate, but we do not hate. We oppose what is wrong, not what is subjectively wrong, but those things which are markedly against nature. And for this, we're persecuted, canceled, shut down, evicted, regulated, renounced, suspended, and rejected. And yeah, we stand for truth. We stand for marriage between a man and a woman, natural birth, honesty, integrity, and fairness, not according to a man, but according to God as declared in the scripture. We can get no more fairness than what is found there. We've erred as a nation, granted. We've made a lot of mistakes. We have a lot of things to look at and to consider. We have a long way to go. But we have accepted the perversity and the lies of these that we're speaking about. We have allowed our government to tell us that God is not allowed in our public schools, but Allah is, and we've accepted it. We've allowed our government to drive and direct the cart and we, the people, are commanded, mandated, and ordered to follow. And we follow. We like the idea of self-government and individual liberty and self-determination. 
We do not like the fact that we now have 3,000 tyrants sitting in Washington telling us how much we owe, what we must pay, what we must drive, when and where we must go. We're not blind, nor are we ignorant. We're being hustled by this present administration, forced into a cultural change that we, the people, do not want. Some may, and if they do, let them change, but some don't, so leave them alone. The collectivist idea is an idea formed in the mind of a demented drunkard who knew nothing of peace and stability. His life was a constant reflection of chaos. And again, we exalt him as one to be considered while his ideas do serious damage to the constitutional republic that we uphold. The constitutional republic we have enjoyed for over 200 years. The constitutional republic that has brought great stability to millions of people and has outstretched arms reaching to various nations. But these lies are not new, and the method of misguidance has been a constant practice in the affairs of men since Adam's rebellion. Lies are an effort to override the free will of another person. It's an effort to deceive in order to achieve, and it's justified by a corrupt idea of morality. The ends justify the means. This is a Marxist guidepost. There are no absolutes. If an individual, corporation, or government practices deceit, obfuscation, and lies, it reveals they have nothing but contempt for the individual or people they are serving. It is the height of disrespect for any leader to intentionally, habitually lie to the people who have placed him or her in the position of trust. This is not a leader, but a weak, spineless coward, bent on corruption and held by an empty, vacuous character. Well, how have we been lied to today? Well, keep your doctor. This was said just before the American president almost single-handedly destroyed the American insurance industry. It was Barack Obama following John Gruber's comment about being able to get Obamacare passed because the American people were so ignorant. Gary Powers? Never heard the name. This was said after our enemy caught us spying. It was a lie, and Eisenhower knew it. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. President Bill Clinton, the most powerful man in the world, made this claim before a Senate investigative committee. It was a lie, and he was exposed, bringing incredible shame and distrust to the office of President of the United States. He denigrated the position. The United States plans no military intervention in Cuba. The Bay of Pigs invasion was attempted in April of 1961 and it was roundly defeated, and Kennedy was speechless. You boys are not going to be sent into any foreign wars. After saying this, 50 million people died, and of that number, 418,000 were American, and over 600,000 were wounded, and Franklin Roosevelt committed us to the European conflict. I will never lie to the American people, and then the country fell into the worst economy many had ever seen. Jimmy Carter led us in the most dismal economy America had ever participated in. I filmed the atrocities of the Nazi death camps while serving in Europe. The American president, Ronald Reagan, said this. Yet he never left the States during the war. This was a lie. Marilyn Monroe? Was that her name? This lady was found dead after having an affair with the sitting president, John F. Kennedy, 
and his brother, Robert Kennedy. Trump colluded with Russia in order to defeat Hillary Clinton. He is an illegitimate president. The 2016 presidential election was a fraud. Now, this was a known lie that was foisted onto the American public, promoted and funded by Hillary Clinton, engineered by Jim Comey, Andrew McCabe, John Brennan, James Clapper, Barack Obama, and, of course, Hillary Clinton. In what is constitutionally recognized as high treason, neither of these individuals have faced any legal criminal charges for their criminal activity. McCabe was given his pension back and now is a commentator on CNN News. Comey wrote a book. John Brennan became a media darling. Hillary whined and complained and did a worldwide tour explaining how Trump cheated in the election. And Barack Obama set up a political activist organization. Trump's collusion with Russia was debunked after an intense two years of investigation, which cost the American taxpayer in excess of $30 million. And it was all proven to be a lie. And there were definite treasonous activities that took place, and yet not one individual has been held accountable. Trump tried to bribe the president of the Ukraine and was justifiably impeached. That's a lie. This was carried out under the reign of Nancy Pelosi. Even the president of the Ukraine said that this never happened, and it was debunked in hearings before the House Judicial Committee. However, the Democrats, bent on impeaching the man, did all they could to carry out their dastardly deed. So they went about spending millions of dollars and destroying the trust of the nation. The federal government stands in ill repute in the eyes of the American people thanks to the efforts of the Democratic Party. Another lie of such enormity, and it's been totally obscene. Joe Biden began running a presidential campaign from his basement, and he beat the most successful president ever to hold the office. This election was the most corrupt overthrow of a national election ever witnessed, and it was seen on national television. It was filled with irregularities and copious violations of constitutional law. In the opinion of millions upon millions of citizens, this whole thing has been a colossal lie, and they do not trust the federal government. Nancy Pelosi and the socialist, progressive, Marxist hold hearings that accused Donald Trump of planning, orchestrating, and managing an insurrection on January 6, 2021. They're manufacturing accusations similar to the Soviet trials conducted in Russia during the early 1900s. No defense is being allowed. No conservatives are being permitted to sit in the hearings. And no pertinent facts are being presented. One of the most damning testimonies came when one of Trump's office workers said, I heard and believe, and perhaps it went this way. She said this under sworn testimony. She was testifying to hearsay. We are becoming extremely tired of the worn-out efforts that are falling apart in an effort to destroy Donald Trump, the man. Manufactured lies, dramatically produced and promoted by Hollywood directors, are playing over and over again. The lies are obvious, and the hatred is clear. They hate Donald Trump. This is true. Yet the hatred goes far deeper than hating of the man. They have a total disdain and contempt for any conservative notion or anyone who dares question their lies. They hate the idea that was presented by Donald Trump. 
And we're supposed to accept this, to embrace what they've done as true and good, and to say in unison, God bless America. Any individual who has a modicum of biblical knowledge knows that this is a vacuous and empty prayer. God will not sanction lies and perversions. Those in Noah's day, those who practiced evil and the corrupt ways of men, they all died. And it's no secret who controls the narrative and how it's being directed. It is to our shame that we have allowed this as a people to continue. These men at their very best are just men, men of like passions as you and I. They have money, connections, power, and prestige, but in the end, they're just feeble human beings. They age and they die, just like all of us. Death is the great equalizer. Wealthy men die broke. You die with no money. You don't take a dime with you. Neither do I. We're all mere men. And when you look at the size and the enormity of the task of, of governing over 300 million people, we have to realize that there is no conceivable way one man can bear the weight of the nation, nor can he effectively lead and direct on so many issues in so many areas. Today, July 10th, 2022, it's absolutely inconceivable to consider that Joe Biden has the capacity, stamina, or the mental aptitude to even consider the task. And to say that he won the election is a mockery of our intelligence. Typically, a man campaigning for the presidency comes with a preconceived agenda. They have a direction they want to lead the nation. Biden came with a carpet bag filled with lies and nonsense, mumbling and uttering. He was put in place by his handlers for a reason. And presently, he's being used to do what he's being told to do. And he's tied to the chain, and he's very familiar with the dog whistle. He's being led. It was just announced that he, the man who has created the dramatic rise in inflation, has been selling our strategic oil reserves to China, while we're paying the highest prices we've ever paid for a gallon of gas. He is selling off our strategic oil reserves Joe Biden and Barack Obama, these others, are seeking to break the back of the middle class and to destroy America. We sit quietly complaining, hoping that we win back the House and the Senate. In the meantime, things are happening that we say we have no control of. I'm not following this man anywhere, nor would I allow my dog to do so. And as a matter of fact, I do not believe that my dog would dare follow this pathetic individual. Even he, Sarge, my dog, has more discernment. He has more decency and character about him than Joe Biden or any within his cabal. Admittedly, it's more than frustrating to see what this present group is doing to America. But as for me and my house, in good times and bad, we follow the Lord as best we can and with every intention. And we invite you to stand with us. If God is merciful, and he is, and if God is willing to show kindness, and he is, if we are willing to humble ourselves and pray and seek his face, he will show healing and kindness and mercy to us. Perhaps we can make America great again if we're willing. It won't be because of Donald Trump. It'll be because God chooses to do so. And he can do miracles. 
Our series is entitled, John Dewey's Dumbing Down of the American Mind. This production has been written, researched, produced, and edited by Vintage Broadcasting. We're working to provide you, our listener, with factual information that will provide a historical understanding of events that have brought us to where we find ourselves today. We hope this series is beneficial and helps you in your discernment, awareness, and appreciation of specific details, and that it serves to stimulate your thinking regarding the critical days which we are confronting. We thank you for your time and consideration. You are well appreciated.